Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. My name's Jason Newland. And my website is jasonnewland.com. I also have a YouTube channel. Yeah. So I hope you're well. If you want to, let's have a look. My Facebook. I've got a few Facebook pages, but I've got one special Facebook page. I'm not on my iPad. Do you want to open up in the app? No, I don't want to open up the app. Stop asking me that. Right, I have a special Facebook page, or it's a group. Okay, it's called Jason Newland Hypnotist Group. And it's a private group. So if you would like to join, then please go to, just go to that group. Jason Newland Hypnotist Group. There's only 80 members, but it's a private one, and I share. To be fair, I don't go on it that often, but it's a place where you can sort of meet other people that are sort of that like what I do. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes sense. So uh, you can just ask to join and I have an administrator called Molly, uh, lovely Molly who, <laughs> I don't know why she's happy to do it, but she's ha- I think she's still happy to do it. Hope you are Molly. Hello Molly. And just ask to join and you will be accepted. And it gives you an opportunity to perhaps meet other people that also listen to me or watch my videos. And it's a good place to maybe send me messages as well. So, can you send me messages on here? I don't know. Yeah, you can ask a message and post it. And what what you get is other people can also answer as well so if you for example wanted to know something or where where's this new thing or blah, 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 whatever um, somebody on here may be able to help you because everyone on the group is people that well I, I imagine people that actually do listen to my stuff it's not like a hugely active group there's like not a huge amount of stuff going on but it's alright I'm not really selling it am I not really selling it I did post a picture of my oh okay sorry I'm just uh... Uh, I did post a picture of Vinny on there there's two pictures of him on my on my couch and 
He's got a permanent frown on him. Yes. I don't think he looks very happy. I think he is. I mean, he's happy at the moment. He's eating a bone. But I don't know. He's He seems to have a bit of a frown. But he has got a love... He's got a heart on his nose. On his, when the light shines on it, he's got a heart. A little heart. So that's, that's cute. But, you know, he's still getting to know me. It's only been two weeks. Literally two weeks plus today. He doesn't really know yet. He doesn't really know if I'm sticking around or if he's staying here or if he's going to move on. I mean, I guess he's not settled. It feels like he's settled, but he's still... I reckon once he's by Easter... By Easter, so once he's been here for four months or five months, four or five months, it will be the longest he's ever been anywhere, and he should be, I think he should be comfortable by then. So I just gotta just ride it out, and he's he's a good boy, you know, he's a good boy, he's a good boy. He is generally, he's, he's a little bit, um, a little bit cheeky, a little bit destructive, but he's a puppy, you know, he likes to, well, he's, he's eaten three pairs of my shoes, two pairs I didn't care about, the one pair that I wear all the time, he's kind of ruined them, uh, but I've been wearing my boots lately because of the snow and the ice, so, it's just the the shoes I have are much easier. They're, they're more, um, more like trainers. They're slip-on shoes. They're just really comfortable and easy to put on. I don't have to sort of do the laces up or anything. With the boots, they're laces, and it takes it takes all of like a minute. But <laughs> it's just a lot of effort necessary in this weather at the moment so yeah, I don't know where you are if you're if you're listening in Australia it, it might be really lovely weather it might be really sunny and warm if you're listening in Ireland it's probably cold and wet and windy I mean this time of year December the 18th Sunday before Christmas mmm 9, 20, 21, 22, 20, 24, 20. Yeah, Christmas is next Sunday, I think. Is that right? I think it's right. Yeah. And I just booked a, a delivery, food delivery. I went online and I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew that I wouldn't get a slot this coming week before Christmas. Unless I did it early, and I didn't do it early, I kept putting it off. I thought, well, because I had a delivery on Friday, and I thought, well, right, I'll I'll go online and book a delivery over the weekend. But I looked online about two, three hours ago, and they were all full every day before Christmas. But I managed to get a slot after Christmas. 
so that's all right. I've probably got enough stuff in. The only things that I'm going to run out of is milk and bread. You know, there's like the fresh things. They're the only things I'm really going to perhaps need to go and get something from the shops. But outside of that, yeah, I've probably got enough stuff in the freezer. Oh yeah, I have got enough stuff in the freezer. Because I'm a vegetarian now. I don't know if I told you. I'm a vegetarian. Although I did have a roast dinner today, so... But generally, I'm a vegetarian. See, I met, I met my parents today when we had... Why is he barking? Vinny, stop that, mate. Oh, you're wanting my attention, are you? He's so little, he can get everywhere. I didn't even know he was, he was sitting underneath the table, just looking at me. And he moves quite, he's very, very quiet when he moves. I should tell you how he's, is it plugged in? Oh, that's weird. His collar's not charged yet. It's been plugged in for hours. That's weird. I thought it'd be charged by now. Hello, mate. So I got an anti-barking collar for Vinny. Uh, I think it came through uh, three or four days ago. And it works. It really, really is good. In fact, what I'll do is I will put the link somewhere and you can check it out because I can well it's, it works well, it's worked for me worked for him and basically all it does is just electrocutes him a little bit <laughs> it doesn't it hello hello mate hey let me get up come on then come on then oh you don't give me cuddles Oh, Daddy Cuddles. Um, basically, it's. Wonder why it's not charged. Yeah. He, when he barks, is it's, it's on him. It's not tight on his neck, so it's 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 fairly loose, but it's close enough for him to feel the vibrations when it does vibrate. But it's not tight at all so he can sleep in it and whatever but he doesn't what was that you just did a big burp was that almost like a vomit burp are you okay you're eating those rotten bones i think i need to put them all in the bin i don't think you need to be eating them all still do you a little fox he is red like a fox. If you saw him, if he was in a field and he come running out of a hole, you'd think he was a fox. Maybe not close up because he doesn't he hasn't got a fox's face. But the colouring really he looks like a fox to me. Don't you? He's got the same he's red. He's Yeah, I think he looks like a fox. 
Do you get kisses? You get daddy kisses? Get off me. Okay, alright, okay, I've heard that before. Get off! Leave me alone! You're not my real dad! <laughs> alright, okay. So, what it does, this anti-barking thing, is when he barks, it does nothing to start with. When he barks a second time, it beeps, like beep, 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 like that. And it really distracts, like he looks around for the sound. It's uh, It distracts him from the barking. And that alone is often enough. If he barks a third time, it vibrates. And that's where he runs to me. So I think it startles him. And he stops. He doesn't bark anymore after that. And it's not on a high level. It's not like uh, a big vibration. It's just... I can hear it. It's like... Not that. It's like... And he's on the floor shaking. No, he's not. He's, it startles him and he runs to his daddy. And he runs to my, my feet. He's like, what's going on? But it stops him from barking. Now... Since he's had it, I've noticed that he's been a bit better with the barking, even without the lead, uh, without the collar rather, because he hasn't had it on since three o'clock. And it's three o'clock, it's now eight. He's had a little bit of barking, but hardly, hardly any. Last night, I didn't put it on until ten in the evening. 11 I just forgot about it and he wasn't barking I mean, if someone knocks at the door yeah he goes he loses it and you know some people say to me yeah but you know, it's good because he's letting you know someone's there and uh, I don't need a guard dog I genuinely don't need a guard dog I don't need it even if it was a big scary Rottweiler Doberman, whatever, Pitbull, I don't need a guard dog. I don't need anyone to tell me there's someone at the door. And I don't need anyone to protect me. I don't need a dog for that. That's not what he's for. He's, you're my little boy, aren't you? You're just to play with and have fun with and look after you. I don't need you. I guess if it's in his nature, a dog's nature, to want to protect Maybe not me, maybe just his home. This is where he lives now. It's where his toys are. Doesn't want anyone taking his toys. Which include two pairs of my underpants. Nice. So I guess it's just, you know, maybe he's always going to do that. But when he hears noises outside, the gate goes, he barks. But he seems to be barking less. It's more like just a, a half bark rather than a full on yep, 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 like that. Which is not a good impression at all of what he does. It's really not a good impression. I don't do that. I know you don't. Who's that? Zrug X Xanax. What do you mean? Who's that on your po po your your who is she? What do you mean? Well, she's nice. 
stop it you can't you can't be saying that about people that listen to this yeah but she's nice stop it Vinny you've had your bits taken off you shouldn't even be thinking that way yeah but (laughs) what is this a 1970s sitcom core (laughs) whoa Hey, you can't say the stuff like that these days. Oh, she's lovely. Yeah, so it's, it's just, just, just stop it. Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. You know what? He snores. He snores. You believe it? Like he sleeps in here at night. I know I snore. I don't have an issue with it tough you know what I mean I sleep on my own live on my own I snore that's just one of those things he I think he comes in here to get away from my snoring and he snores I was sitting there watching telly and he was asleep next to me in his bed he's got a he's got his own little bed on the set he next to me proper like that and then he was like barking in his sleep so he was having a dream clearly like some kind of dream I don't know what it was that he was chasing a rabbit or something probably you better not be chasing any rabbits when you're with me that would so that would upset me so much To be, I do keep him on a lead to be fair so he doesn't have a chance to run off Although he's good, and he won't, well, I don't know, do I, yet, really, but I don't, I don't feel that he's going to run off, run off, like proper run off, like, see ya, thanks, thanks for the, the two weeks holiday, I'm off, I'm going to find my mum, okay, I don't, I don't think you'd do that, but when I let him off a couple of times, the first time he was great. The second time he started really running between fields into ditches. And he did come back, which was good. Oh, do you wanna that's it. If you just go like that, that's that's it. That's it. Oh. Um And he kept running between the fields and I couldn't get to him. At all. I couldn't get to him. But he did come back, which was good. And then, the second time, when it was time to... So there's a field, and I have to get him on a lead before we get into the last field, because that leads onto the road. And I've already seen him in action. Well, I see two things that worry me a bit about him. Even when he's on the lead, he tries to walk into the road. I'm constantly stopping him. So I could definitely not have him off the lead. I wouldn't anyway, but I wouldn't I couldn't have him off the lead if he was on the pavement, you know, walking around. So I know that if he gets near a road, he'll just run in the road. He he doesn't he doesn't have any uh concerns about that. I do. But the second thing is when I go to put the lead back on him, because he's got this 
um, harness, it's like a luminous harness. Do you want to get down or are you okay? You want to get down? No? Or you just want to lick yourself? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. He he sees it as a game, so I can't actually get him, and he just he's so fast. He's so, so very fast that I can't grab him to put the lead on. And, okay, you want to get down? There you go. Go away. <laughs> what? Oh, good boy. Good boy. Oh, he's now sniffing me. That's nice. What are you sniffing? So... That was a little bit annoying because in the end I had to practically jump on him to to hold him down. To well, holding him down is not a problem because he's little, but it's just not like I have to overpower him because he's he's a tiny. But he's just so quick. He runs through my legs. It's like perhaps I shouldn't stand like that with my legs wide open, but it's it's my kung fu training. I can't help it. I'm standing with my legs open. And, uh, wasn't he barking now? What is he going on about? Was he? Why? Why is he doing that? Why? It's almost like he wants a reason. He's looking for an excuse to bark. And I've come to think that maybe. He enjoys barking. So I don't want to take that away from him. I don't want to sort of stop him barking altogether. But I do need to make sure he doesn't bark at night. Because it's just not fair on the neighbours. It's not. I know a lot of people, in my experience, don't care much about when it comes to consideration towards others. But I... Just my experience of living in lots of different places and having people with loud music, and it's just like it's almost like they're in their own world. Their own, they're completely oblivious to anybody else being in that house or living next door or anything like that. Hello, come on, then. Oh, you, you want to get back up, don't you? I oh, want to lick my face. Oh, that's nice. Long as I, long as I can forget where your tongue's been, it's fine. You weirdo, weirdo, me weird. Look what you're looking on the internet. Shush, shush. Stop. Oh, I've been making videos on YouTube now. So what I've been doing is going through some of my older, not old, old, but some of my more recent older recordings. So, I've made videos of my deep sleep whisper hypnosis recordings from this year. It's not that many, funny enough. It's not as many as I thought. And I'm now going through the relax, uh, what is it? The stress and pain relief podcast. So, going through them, I think it's 44 of them. So, I'm now up to about 15. So I've been making videos from them using the audio and then 
adding video and some background music, different from what I use on my podcast. Has to be ideally part of the YouTube, you know, so it's not copyrighted. Hey, even though the music I use on the podcast is copyright free, YouTube doesn't always recognize that. And they'll just, if they get the ump, it's not a personal thing, but they might take the video down. Hey. The only way to really avoid that is to use YouTube's own vi- own music, which I might do. They've got their own um, music collection that you can use. And that's acceptable. So I might do that. I might use that in the future. We'll see. I've done that in the past in previous videos when I was younger. So there's about 75, eight, nearly 80 videos now on my YouTube channel. And I think I'm up to about the 28th or 29th of December planned ahead. Sort of uh, scheduled to be released. So at the moment... I can actually tell you, I can look at it, where is it, channel content, hey, calm down mate, calm down, oh, so every day between, right he's barking now, just as he started barking, the collars turned green so it's ready to be put onto him. I'll put your collar on if in a minute. I have to edit out the barking, don't worry. So what I've got is every day forward between now and I got the in, yeah, between now and the twenty seventh of December nineteen twenty twenty one that's nine days wow nine days I've got two recordings being released two videos being released one at 4am and one at 4pm so I've got the deep sleep whisper ones at 4am and the relax and uh, what are they called stress and pain relief ones at 4pm and that's every day up to the 27th it will be the 28th because the other one's just finished rendering so that'll be ready to upload in a minute when I finish this I'll upload it so that's up to the 28th of December and then I will continue doing all of the other videos for the relax, uh, the stress and pain relief, and then I'll look into the. What do I want to look into? Oh yeah, the relax and sleep hypnosis daily, and I'll turn them into videos as well. Maybe not all of them, just because uh, there's lots, but the the ones this year maybe. And then that'll be it, I think. I don't think there's going to be many more that I need to do so everything else is kind of I don't know I might I might 
upload the yeah I don't know yeah that might be it that might be it and I suppose I could upload the stop smoking recordings some of them like the last like the more recent ones perhaps what you he wants to go out I think you really you don't want to go out do you do you want to go out or do you want to fight I don't think he wants to go out cause he's, I think he does want to go out because he's not he's not really biting me okay let me pause this Well, I had to press pause then, because he was playing up a little bit. And because I, was, I wasn't sure if he wanted, when he barks, like, whatever. Sometimes he wants to play, sometimes he wants to go out. I can't always tell the difference, if I'm honest. I guess I'd get to know him. But the only way I'm judging it is if if I put my hand near his mouth and he doesn't try and bite me. Not hard, but then perhaps he wants to go out. <laughs> I guess that's it. So that's what I did. I just took him out in the rain. And I've been walking around since it started snowing, which was about a week ago. And this is the slippiest it's been. Where I, where, you know, around where I live, it's this. I, I, I was sliding a little bit. Now, I got these big boots, uh, and they do the job very well. Plus, I've got. I think my balance is quite good. My body's more balanced than my mind. <laughs> so I seem to be okay but I did notice that turning you know to right turning right or turning left you know plus the light because it's dark outside the street lights if you didn't know this in I don't know if it's the whole of the country but where I you know in my area they turn all the street lights off at midnight now, street lights used to be on all night in the past, and it's only recent, I say recent, I don't know how many years, it's, it's been a few years, but all the lights get turned off at midnight. And now what they've done, they, whoever they are, the council I guess, is they've I think they've replaced the light bulbs. And you can't argue that this is a very boring story. <laughs> He's talking about light bulbs now. What on earth is this? This is really boring. Yep. It's supposed to be. See, I don't know is if they've changed the light bulbs or, they, or they've they done something basically so the light is about 
50% of what a bright is what it was. So I'm guessing a lower volt light bulb. Or maybe it's a solar light bulb, so it gets solared, <laughs> solared during the day, and then at night it's on, but it goes off at 12. So, so not only is it pitch black at night, you know, after 12, so I live in the countryside, so there's not really anything. There's, there's quite a few houses if you walk past and lights come on. So when I'm taking, well, if I walk past the house for whatever reason, you know, if I take him for a walk or if I take my friend's dog for a walk, if I'm looking after him, I might take him for a walk at, during the night time um, or when I should take Andre out. So the lights would come on outside people's houses. And I never really liked that because I feel like I'm disturbing people. If you know what I mean, like, surely that's got a, a light coming on really bright in the front of your house that's got to shine into your bedroom hasn't it I'd, I'd guess not just your bedroom but maybe other bedrooms other people's houses opposite near whoops so yeah I'm not a big fan of that I think for security they're great and it's it's actually good for me because I can see where I'm going but I don't think it's so good for the for the neighbors and for the people themselves uh, so, I, but I don't spend a lot of time out at like two in the morning. But sometimes, I do. You know, if I've, if this little one wants to go out for a walk, and it's three in the morning, then whatever time it is, that's what time he's going out. You know, if if he needs to, sometimes, you know, I don't really want to do that, and he hasn't. I haven't done it yet. But when I looked after my friend's dog. I think it was during the summer though, so it didn't really wasn't wasn't too bad because I took him out early hours of the morning. To be yeah, to be honest, it was because I wanted to go out. It wasn't for him. I just uh, well, it was for him as well. But we went and walked all the way around the countryside, not in the country itself, but in the like the the, the around the the back roads. Uh, something like three, four in the morning, and it was fairly light outside. And that was nice. I like that. I like it when there's no one around. Just when it's something about early morning. It's very peaceful, very fresh. The only people around are the birds. Even some of them are asleep. And to just go for a walk. I mean, I do that on my own sometimes. I mean, I guess I won't be doing it anymore. Not for the next 16 years. I'll be with him. But, you know, I've often gone gone for a walk on my own all, all my life, really, to be fair. Even before I moved here, and it's weird because I was having dinner with my dad. And we were talking. He said, how long have you been at your flat now? Is it 10 years? I said, it's not 10 years of course it's not 10 years that's ridiculous but in April it'll be 8 years I mean you know 8 years is closer to 10 than it is to 5 isn't it they're like blimey it's 2 more years and 
three months, 10 years, a whole decade. Because my dad said, oh, because we were talking about um, me moving around a lot, which I have. And he said, you, you've been in your flat the longest you've ever been anywhere, haven't you? And yeah, apart from, there's only one place that I've lived longer than living here. And that was when I was at home with my family, like when I was a kid. So we lived, so I moved from South End Children's Home and then we lived in this house, but it was a bit, I think it was um, derelict, not derelict, but it was closed down. I think it had problems, structural or something. So we were living, my dad, his new wife, my new mum, my new stepmum. So I was seven. I had my two brothers with me, two older brothers, and we were living in his stepmum's mum's house. So my nan, my stepnan, who I got really well with. I was very close to her for, for quite, a while, quite a while, until I lived with her when I was older. And then we didn't get on so well. Yeah, when I was 15, 16, after living with her for about, what was it, 10 months? We never spoke to each other again. I know, it's bad, isn't it? We were close, really, really close. Um, but she didn't like living with me. And I guess it was hard, you know, it's hard living. I didn't see it from her perspective, but uh, to be on, <clears throat> excuse me, to be on your own, she lost her husband, my step-granddad, like 30 years previous, like in the, probably in the 70s, 60s or 70s, you know, long time ago. So she'd been living on her own for a long time. And she was used to it. She had a lovely flat, a really nice flat. Two bedrooms, really lovely living room dining area, nice kitchen, nice bathroom, everything was just, it's the kind of place that I'd like to live if I'm honest, it would be perfect for me, um, this is fine, it's just, it was lovely, it was a really nice, nice flat, and funny enough, I remember, because she obviously didn't always live there, she lived in the old house before, so we used to, so she was one of the first people I met as far as the family goes. I, I met, when I was in the kids' home, we used to come back at weekends for, I don't know, six months, seven months maybe, before we actually moved in with them. So we used to come home every weekend for quite a few months. Sometimes we'd go to London to see my nanny and granddad, Newland, who you know, I've talked about my nan and my granddad a few times, but my nan, who I was very, very close to. So we used to visit her. I didn't know her from Adam. I didn't know. I didn't know her. I knew she wasn't Adam, but I knew. I didn't really know. I got to know her a little bit, but I had known her when I was a baby because she'd been around. It's just I didn't recognise her because I hadn't seen her for probably seven years, six years, or whatever five, five and a half years, so got to know them a bit, then we got to know, but we, I spent more time 
in that big, it was like a white house. I don't know how many bedrooms it had, but it was near, it's near the seafront. It wasn't far from the seafront. And it wasn't far from the docks. So it was kind of, it was a kind of place that the docker would live in, that, that lived quite close to the docks. I guess, you know, handy if you, if you worked on the docks. I wonder how many more times I can say the word docks in this paragraph. So we lived there. We, we used to visit there, and that's where we stayed most of the time. Most weekends. And it was brilliant because we got to watch cartoons for the first time in quite a long time. Sometimes I think, oh, yeah, we, I didn't watch cartoons until I was seven. That's not true. We used to watch cartoons when I was little, when I was like three, four, whatever. But during the time in the children's home, we didn't get to watch stuff like that. So it was nice to sort of, I guess it because it had been so long, I'd forgotten what it was like. I'd forgotten what it was like to watch Saturday morning cartoons. I loved it, absolutely loved it. And I still had this memory of me and my two brothers sitting on a settee sofa watching TV and my stepmom doing the vacuuming and we were all of us lifting our feet up so she could get why she chose to do the vacuum, do the hoovering while we were watching telly. I'll never know, but, you know, considering we were all going to come down, maybe do it before you we visit, but it's, it's, it's not an issue. Clearly it is because I'm still going on about it. Why would you vacuum during a television? One is... <laughs> In those days, if you had the vacuum on, it would make the TV go fuzzy. Do you remember that? It made the TV go staticky. Blimey, we're going back. Oh, squeaky chair. Anyway, I... There was one time when I think my my new stepmom had the measles or something. She wasn't very well. So that weekend, we stayed with my aunt in London. So she picked us up, and she brought us to London, and she took us to all of the, the major places. Madame Tussauds, Tower of London... Uh, Trafalgar Square you know all those different places that people that go to London kind of go to you know and it was brilliant and I remember because she had this I don't know if she just picked us up from South End and then just took us back or whether we stayed with her I can't 100% remember well, I can't remember at all I do remember that her boyfriend had a big old beard, like a big nest. He literally like had an afro on his chin. It was huge, huge, huge beard. And I did, I remember I, um, I started trying to talk into it because I was making a podcast. I mistook his face for a microphone. That's not true. So I remember that. So we lived in that house for a little while. 
when we moved away, when I moved there, me and my two brothers. And then she got my stepmum's mother, my nan, I used to call her nan. She used to, she moved into the flat that I talked about. Now, I remember when it was empty. We were in that flat and it was empty. And um, she was looking at it. And I think she had the keys to it. And they were going to get furniture moved in and stuff like that. At the same time, we, my dad, my stepmom and my two brothers, were moving into a council flat. No, a council house, rather. On a new estate, a new council estate that was still being built. Like our, our house was finished. But the backyard, the garden, the back garden was still basically like a swamp. Honestly, like my dad, he, well, I was up to my waist in dirt. We walk along, it was, it was, the ground hadn't settled. And so we were the first people to move in there and there was still bulldozers and bricklayers and all that stuff still building houses around just our one our little area was finished so that was quite exciting that was the probably the happiest time in my childhood probably in that house I did like the other house as well the the one where my stepnan lived I liked it there but this was a bit cooler because I had my own bedroom for the first time probably ever and I had a picture of Bruce Lee a poster of Bruce Lee on my wall What, how it got there I don't know and that set me up to be a a Kung Fu master mm-hmm. so yeah I like that house I still and then my nan and grand had moved in there when we moved out we moved out in 1979 I think it was and they moved there they moved into that house from they got like a council swap or something not a swap but they were allowed to move into that house because they had a bigger house so I think the count the councils were happy to because my granddad and then granddad had probably three or four bedroom house in London with big old garden because they raised five kids in that house to move into a two and a half bedroom because I was in a box room basically it wasn't really a bedroom but it was big enough for a small child but when my little brother was born that changed things because we couldn't stay there anymore for any amount of time, as long only for the amount of time that my little brother was a baby and was in his cot next to the um, what's it into the you know, my parents' bed. But once he was old enough, he would need his own room. I suggested uh, putting him in the shed in the garden. It didn't go down that well, funny enough. That's weird. It's just an idea, but you know, I haven't got to shoot everyone down. Like, just, just think about it. Give it some thought. It might 
be good. It might work. And then I thought, well, I'll just do it anyway, see if they'd like it. I mean, you know, maybe they need to try it out first. That didn't go down very well either. So, what happened then is, oh yeah, going back to the other flat, my, sorry if you can't follow this, it's, it doesn't, you don't have to follow, it's, it's not that interesting, but my little brother, right, he was big enough to run around before we moved into the house. So he must have been at least a year, a year old. He must have been, wasn't he? He must have been at least a year old to be running around and stuff. Well, we went into the flat that my stepmother was going to be living in. My step-grandmother. Whether or not she'd been staying somewhere else, I don't know. I can't remember anyway, anyway, she had to to you know, she had to move out of the way she was, as did we. And we were in this empty flat and my little brother was running around the room. Like running round and round and round and round and round and round and round. Uh, for some reason. I don't know why. I still don't know why I ask him. His answer's always the same. I'm 44, how can I remember that far back? Is it just okay, fair enough. Which is weird, because he's been saying that for like 20 years. Like, you've you been 44, you're not, you're 18. But it was, you know, that's the way things are sometimes, isn't it? Anyway, he's running around and around and around and around, and then he, he tripped. And he hit, well, he basically fell over, and he hit the skirting board. And he basically had to go to hospital. He, he just, um, yeah, cut his eye out. Just his eyebrow or whatever. Something like that. So he had to go to hospital and have stitches and that. And I just remember that. I mean, I guess it's, it shouldn't really be one of my happy memories, but <laughs> it's not a happy memory. But I just remember it. I've forgotten all about that until just now. Apart from other times when I've remembered it. Yeah. I wonder if he's still got that scar. I imagine he must have. I wonder where it was. I'm going to have to have a little look at him next time I see him. A little look around. Like, around his eyes. I'm sure it was like around the eyebrow area. I think. But yeah. He, um, he christened that flat. I don't know, but I think that might have been a new block of flats just built. I made that up. I mean, I don't I really don't know if it is true or not. Should we check? Should we go on the, should we check on the... see if the thing I actually remember the name of the flats it just came into my head how weird is that oh my gosh 
Um, It's just there's this huge news story from when was that from? Oh, 2001. Blimey. Well, I don't remember hearing about that. Maybe I did at the time. Whoa. Yeah. Ah, never mind. Uh, I don't know, it's, it's, I don't know, well people, uh, well it, it's a, it's a nice block of, well it was a nice block of flats, I lived there myself for nearly a year, but, ah, uh, okay, <laughs> how, how old, built year, I'm just interested. It's not really very interesting for anyone else, probably. Residents are building. Ah, uh, typically constructed between 1967 and 1975. Uh, that's all I can see on this. So. Built in the 1960s. Yeah, there was this big event in 2001 um, that I didn't know about. Wow. Two, two events very close to each other. Blimey. That's... What? The, this is one from the London Gazette, 1984. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, it's so we're looking probably the 60s. So it was already built when she moved in. I'm glad we found that out. Aren't you glad? I mean, I don't think this, the story would have been complete if we hadn't at least attempted to find out a little bit of factuality concerning this particular subject. What do you think? Hmm? 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 That's very silly, wasn't it? Hmm? 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 He's scratching himself. I forget he's there sometimes. 52 years without without a dog and suddenly there's a dog here. Not a dog here, ear, a dog here. There's two dog ears. He does sigh a bit when I talk. When I do his podcast, he goes to sleep. Honestly, he just must just, oh God, he's so tedious. What's he talking about now? Oh... 
why was I talking about the flats though? How did I get onto that subject? The flats, moving it. Oh yeah. The house I lived in from about 1979 to 1986. So what's that? Seven years. So this is the longest I've lived anywhere then, yeah. It's the longest I've ever lived in any one place. Any one, I don't know, property, house, flat, whatever. The longest I've ever stayed in one place. Because that was the second longest. And that was seven years we lived there. Because it was nine, pretty much... Nine years, uh, seven, yeah. Well, I was, not really, it was more eight years. So I was from the age of seven to the age of 15. So it was about eight years we had a family, like uh, mother, father, three kids, four kids, then, then four kids in 1978. It went to four. And then... Yeah, then it kind of... Because my brothers were older than me when I was born. And they, they stayed that way. And one was four years older. So when I was... What, fifth? Well, I, was, I think when I was about 12, 13, 14, whatever, he moved out. And it, he did move back for a while. But he did move out. I still have dreams about him. But he, he moved out and then he came back and then he moved. I don't know, it's, it's, it's my memory of it. But he definitely moved out because that room that he was in, that he was living in, his bedroom, was empty for quite a while. And it was next to mine, you see. And... There was no heating on in there. It was absolutely freezing cold. And I got a budgie and I put it in there because it was a little bit too noisy for my bedroom. And I thought, I'll put it into a different room. You know, the room's not being used. And the budgie froze, unfortunately. So I didn't know that was good. I did, just didn't really think that was possible. And I, I gave him a little blanket and stuff and... Um, a hat a little water bottle but you know hot water bottle I, I just didn't just really didn't know that it was going to get that cold in there it was proper freezing and so he was gone and then when I was Fourteen, no, fifth, probably fifteen, fourteen. No. Yeah, maybe fourteen. My other brother moved out. So it was just me and my little brother. And by this time, my dad was always working anyway. He was a very hard worker. 
self-employed uh, and he was always out working not always out but you know he was working very hard long hours and my stepmom had got herself a part-time job so she was working in the evenings so I was coming home from school and looking after my little brother between four o'clock half three whatever I think he he used to get picked up by the neighbor something like that and then I'd then I'd collect him and I'd look after him until six o'clock when someone would come home and then I could go to karate if it was a Tuesday or Thursday. And that was that was kind of the last year of all living together. Well, the last year of me living there, that's how it was pretty much. So no other bro- older brothers, they were gone. And just me and my little brother in this big house on our own a lot of the time. It's weird I didn't like the house you know it was just too big too old and weird and it wasn't warm because when we was all there I think we had the heating on but it was almost like well he's not there anymore so we'll turn the heating off in that room and that affects the other rooms doesn't it It affects the hallway affects the the overall building if you start turning turning heating off in certain rooms I mean, I've got a very cold kitchen and a very cold bathroom. And I try and keep the doors closed so that the cold doesn't sort of get into the living room. I've not even been able to have the windows open because it's, it's been so cold. Just, it's been minus for about, blimey, over a week, about 10 days, I think, pretty much. It's been... And it's, it's it's raining outside, so I took him for a walk, and I was thinking, please warm up. It's clearly warmed up a bit in order to rain, but please don't freeze overnight. Otherwise, this is going to be just it's just going to be one sheet of ice, and I really hope not. I don't really want that, really. I'll accept it if it's reality, it's fine, but I uh, prefer not. Um, no thanks. No thank you very much. I think I've done quite well balancing myself and managed to get through. I mean, I've, oh, I remember one place I lived, and this they were a very keen gar- well she was a keen gardener the landlady the landlord not so much the landlady keen gardener and I remember she's always putting obstacles down she just liked she couldn't have a gap without putting something there and I went out one night and all I was doing I was on the f- I don't know what I was just walking out the back way towards the the front garden which there was a little pathway a little tiny little path it wasn't big but she'd put it was dark couldn't see anything she put some pots there uh, you know with some stuff her garden could do what she wants but I fell over them and I I injured my shoulder I thought why do you always she just had to it's a little bit like me with every flat surface I have to fill 
I don't know why. I just have to feel flat surfaces. I can't stop myself. There isn't one flat surface in this entire flat, this entire place that isn't filled. Seriously, there's not one. Even the bookcases have got flats. They've got stuff on top of them. Both, both, all three of them. Um, that table's full. That table's full. Both of these tables are full. That bookcase has got stuff on all three. There's four book. There's a little bookcase. Three large-ish bookcases. In the yeah, not everything has to have stuff on. So, you know, I guess I have that compulsion. The same way that she had filling all gaps with stuff. It's, I guess it's one of those things, isn't it? If you'd, no matter how big, because she had a, quite a nice garden, you know, it was a lovely garden. She's a great gardener. Loved the garden. She did. And... I suppose eventually you run out of space, don't you? No matter how, how big it is, you live somewhere for 20, 30 years, you're going to just use up the space. So perhaps that's what it was. She just ran out of places to put stuff. Unless she had a secret camera filming me tripping over and just found it hilarious. I know I didn't. Oh. Oh. I was... It was just... It was a little route that I'd gone down for ages. I lived there for three years. And I'd gone down there loads of times. It's just a little shortcut. That one night, no trip right over. And it wasn't it wasn't cutting through anything. It wasn't ruining anything. It was like a made pathway. There was, I'm making this last bit up. But in my memory, I'd like to think that it was a made pathway. It had stones down which you could walk along. That might not be true. But I'm going to stick to it and pretend it is. And I feel better for that. Because then... I just, just feels nicer. Somehow. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, that's, yeah, so this is the longest I've ever lived in any one accommodation since I've been born. Yeah. I mean, I hope to... I'd like to get out of here. I'll be here for next year. I'd like to get out the year after. And... I'm going to need somewhere with a garden for him. I'm kind of thinking in the future and I might not always be able to take him for walks. You know, there might be times when I can't or if, you know, I mean, he's a little baby, isn't he? He's only nine months old and I'm, you think I'm going to be, when he's 13, when he, that's around the time that he stopped being like super active hyperactive or whatever when he's 13 I'll be what will I be 65 years old I'll be a pensioner 
I won't be allowed to retire because I have to wait until I'm 67, I think, before I can retire. I trust me, I'm not wishing the years away. I'm genuinely not. Don't think that of me. Oh, you're just wishing your life away. No, I'm not. I don't want to be. I do want to get to 65, but I don't. I'm not hoping that comes, you know, like, oh, please get me to 65 so I can retire. No, not at all. Not one little bit. I've got too much to do between now and then. But this little monkey, he's going to be travelling with me on that journey. So I'm kind of thinking, not long, long term, but beyond next year. This coming year is going to be a financial challenge. Yet at the same time, I'm going to be trying to increase and work harder on this stuff both this the podcasts and the youtube channel as well and all the other stuff involved with it and i'd like to make more recordings next year because i added up the total i can't see i can't remember where where the thing is have i got it i think it worked out about let me have a look. Excuse my noise if I make any noise getting up. Um, no. I did write it down. I did. But I don't know. Well, I'll come back to the microphone. Very unprofessional of me. I'm back. I did work out and I counted all of the recordings that I made this year so far. And it was nowhere near as many as I thought. I think it was about 230 different recordings. Which technically is not bad, is it? It's not like a it's not like a small amount. 230 different recordings. Yeah, that's quite a few. But it's not you know, it's it's not as many. Ugh, it's not as many as I thought I'd done. So this coming year, 2024, no, 23 rather, 2023, I'm going to try and stick to doing this Let Me Boy to Sleep every day. And I'd like to, that was loud, wasn't it? I'd like to do at least one hypnosis recording every day at least so that's already three times the amount that I did this year if I do that because that's what 365 730 730 whatever 
compared to 230. Now if I can do three recordings a day, then you know, obviously it's, it's over a thousand. A thousand a day, a year? Three, six, nine, yeah. Over a thousand. But the main thing for me is if I can stick to doing one, at least one let me bore you to sleep daily. Just do one daily. And then try and, you know, do at least one. To be, I, I've kind of planned kind of what I want to do. But the reality is, I don't know what the reality is of me being able to realistically accomplish what I have set in my mind because you know in my mind I've got like about five maybe six different recordings that I want to do every day and although it is possible to do that it's it's very it take a huge amount of discipline to be able to and planning as well to be fair I don't have to plan these ones but I definitely would have to start planning the hypnosis ones because it's just too much you know I have to sort of plan what I'm going to do but then once the recording's made so okay, if I spend four hours making recordings four hours worth of recordings so this is an hour long and then I spend, I do two, four, six, two, four, one, two, yeah, so half an hour for each recording, other recordings. So if I, let's say I spend three or four hours, one, two, so I do five recordings and I said one, two, three hours recording. Let's say five hours or four and a half hours, four hours if you include preparation. Maybe longer for the other recordings. I don't know how long it takes take to, for me to figure out what I'm going to, at least the subject, what I'm going to sort of roughly say. And then there's the editing. which to edit five recordings and basically you, you go you're looking at least at least the amount of time it takes to record it to edit it so I have to listen to the whole thing especially now I've got him barking every now and then so I have to go through it so that's another four hours so that's eight nine hours for the day that's just editing and then there's the making recordings with music there's that side of things so adding that doing that and then uploading that takes hours as well it's possible it's possible that I could do it it's possible to if I can multitask uploading one podcast while I'm recording another one all that stuff it is possible um, 
practical it's not practical because it's it, yeah the best will in the world is all you know there's these interruptions there's people knocking on the door there's people in the garden there's people mowing the lawn trimming the head trimming the hedges uh, there's a little monkey over there barking there's there's all kinds of different things that can get in this television programs i want to watch you know i'm not a monk i do like to do other things as well so yeah we'll see we'll see i I shouldn't i think really but there's the other side added on to it is i'm now making videos I'll be making videos of all the new recordings. Not me videoing myself at this point, although that might happen. But it's more making videos after the event and, you know, using the audio and making a video out of the audio and uh, then uploading that onto my YouTube channel. That in itself, for each recording, let's say if the recording lasts for half an hour that's probably an hour and a half of work for that half an hour video to get that set up so yeah again some of that can be done at the same time as me you know the processing part of it can be done at the same time as me recording so I can there's things like when it's been uploaded I don't have to watch it be uploaded. I can be doing something else while it's uploading, but it's a bit of a juggling, a bit of a juggling task. And you may think, well, YouTube, what's that about? Well, my plan, my plan is, because I started off on YouTube, that was my first place really. Well, I didn't start off, I started off, started off as a baby. Um, I started off on MySpace and then I moved to YouTube and I was doing podcasts at the same time so but I, I definitely gave my major focus towards YouTube for a few years and I'm now trying to get back I guess because the the quality of the not only the quality of the audio but the quality of the videos I'm making are better than they used to be uh, there's more available there's more ways of doing stuff than they used to be and I've done a lot of research to find stuff and find ways of doing things so I can kind of produce what I always wanted to in the past but didn't know how to or couldn't figure out how to so it used to just be me sitting in front of a camera talking now there's nothing wrong with that it's you know some some very popular YouTube channels have people doing that it's just that's a lot I think with the hypnosis stuff when people there are you know I'm asking people generally to close their eyes so why do they need to have anything really on the screen but 
because it's YouTube, it has to be a video. Just having a static picture like I used to do or to have to just upload the podcast episode to YouTube, which I have done as well, which again is just like a static picture, but it plays the podcast. YouTube doesn't like that. Not YouTube itself, but the people on YouTube. They it needs to be a video, even if it's not me talking, but something like a moving image. Uh, so I've got quite a few uh, spirals. Uh, there's waterfalls. There's there's images moving around, and I try and do a different one for every video so far. And I've, I've succeeded so far, but I'm eventually probably going to have to repeat some of them. But that's fine. That's okay. They don't all have to be completely different videos. But the it's it's a step in the right direction. It will improve, and I will improve. But over the next year. I'm hoping to get a nice audience on YouTube and get get not get back what I once had because you know it's although some people have come back from years ago that used to listen to me like 10 years ago or watch me on 10 years ago but so all this stuff is new and the people that have not been following me on my podcasts will never have heard any of these recordings they're all relatively new in the last year or so and most of them are pretty good quality sound and they've got background music now which I've got which I've been putting underneath them not the one that I use on the podcast and a video and it's it's quite cool so I'm releasing two a day and at the moment I don't know how many I've got at the moment let me have a look I've got 81 videos now now the weird thing about it is my my top videos has always been this is for the last 28 days my top video generally is try and stay awake hypnosis challenge well now it's been overtook just not all in all but just over the last 28 days and the number one one number one one is ASMR hypnosis challenge try to keep your eyes open so it's it's not me talk it's me talking but it's not me you know with my face on the on the camera the only one that's got my face on the camera from in the past and this was from 2011 is the try and stay awake hypnosis challenge so if you want to see what I looked like 11 years ago then go to my YouTube channel I look different oh, I look so much younger but I was I was only 40, what, 41, 40, no, 40, so I was, 
This is 2011, so I was only 40. Yeah. There are videos of me, you know, as well. Other videos, more recent ones where I'm on camera. But I wonder what is the last 28... The last seven days, what's the top video? Okay. So, try and stay awake. Hypnosis challenge is way down. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven ahead of it. Ah. So, yeah, it's... um. Most of them are recent uploads, so none of them, I'll be honest, none of them are getting like huge huge views at the moment. That'll take, you know, it'll take ages probably. I mean, I've had, in the last year, 365 days, my channel's had 17,418 views on my videos, on my YouTube channel. And... A lot of those, it's, you know, it's just like very small amounts, gradual. I had the odd, odd time when I've had lots, but every day is a small amount. It's not, and a few bigger days, that makes sense. And the lifetime of the channel, which is, I think, two years. No, 15th of March, 2018. 19, 20, 21, 22. So it's four years. Four, blimey, nearly five years next March. Uh, 84,586 views. So it's... It's like small amounts every day, you know? It really is. I mean, I've only got... You know, I deleted a video that was fairly popular. I, I just... Why did I do that? But I did. And... It was the jigsaw. I was making a jigsaw, ASMR, and I was just whispering while I was making a jigsaw. And it was fairly popular. People quite liked that. I say popular in my, you know, in my um, world, you know, a couple of thousands. It wasn't like popular as in huge amounts. But the Try and Stay Awake Hypnosis Challenge, although it's... It's got 7,713 views on YouTube, on this channel. It had over 100,000 views on the the big channel, the, my main one that I had, that I deleted, back in 2013, I think. Maybe 2014, one of them. 2013. So I had, yeah, had over 100,000 video views it was my most popular video that I've ever had and even when I took it off I get people contact me can you put you know can you put it back on so I do I leave it on there now it's the only old video that I leave on because people like it well some people like to watch it so I can't argue with that you know it's there just leave it leave it there so I'll leave it there and it'll be there for the rest of this, for forever. Well, not forever, but you know, for a while, a while. It's weird. Just uh, no grey hair at all in that. Super sexy. I was. So <laughs> no, I wasn't. 
Why did I say so? Friday the 11th of November, I had 1,000 plays. But I was publicising, I was advertising my podcast, my YouTube videos. What have I got here? Vinny, Vinny. Vinny. So people are commenting on my um, Facebook. Oh. Oh dear. So yeah. That's it really. It's Sunday evening. 21. It's 4 minutes to 10. I had a big lunch. I didn't eat a huge amount of it. But I don't eat much food at a time. I'm going to have to get myself a sandwich. So, I won't be going to bed early. Because, you know, I go to bed, I don't know, 11, 30, 12 or something. What I will do, though, is put his collar on him. Although he's been so good. And he's really good at night, even before I got the collar. At night-night, like during, during the actual night time. Once he settled, stayed settled. Didn't make didn't make a peep the whole time, and he likes sleeping in his bed. He loves his bed. It's weird because it, it's just like the perfect size for him. It's also on the settee. I don't know if that's the right place for it to be. Maybe it should be on the floor. There's not a lot of floor space, to be honest. Um, but he's okay jumping up and down on the set here because he's, you know, he's, he's young. He can do all that. I'm sure when he's old, he might not want to do that. <clears throat> but he definitely seems to be happy being in his set here. And I've got this towel because we went out and it was raining got a towel to dry him off with and it's it's a new towel I've never really used it I bought it for the gym which is why I've never used it I bought it for the gym but it's basically the gym's closed because the hotels um, the hotel local hotels got a government contract so they're they've got refugees living there so they basically closed it to the public so I'm assuming they've closed the gym as well. I haven't asked, but I've used that as an excuse not to go to the gym. But I've got I've got a gym here, really. I've got I've got weights. I've got stuff. I've got a punch bag. I've got my punch ball. I've got my exercise bike. I've got my sit-up bench. So I've got, I've got enough stuff here. But maybe he should be on the floor. I don't know. There's just not enough room in here for my stuff. I haven't got a lot of stuff. It's just I, I like I like to have room to manoeuvre, and this is a little bit because I've got two two desks parallel to each other. I hardly ever sit on the other desk. But once I clear it, I will be. I'm going to have to get it set up. 
but I've got another table that used to be my lens and that's on the side of this in between the two desks on the side and that's where I do all my um, laptop work so if I'm making videos or editing that's where I do this stuff there here in front of my bookcase this is where I make the podcasts although what I'm thinking of doing is moving so I've now got the podcast the microphone stand for the desk for my ear microphones the ASMR 3DO ones so I might try and get that set up on the other desk clear that away and just have it just for that and maybe yeah just do that keep this here keep that over there and then use that desk over there for the editing so it's kind of having everything in its place it's, it'd take a while it'd take a while to get it all sorted but I'm definitely seem to be comfortable in that other on the other table doing the editing rather than here for some reason this is more comfortable for me to make podcasts it's weird isn't it not really it's just not interesting either is it no <sighs> so I'm going to go I'm going to go 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 tomorrow I'll try and talk about Christmas because I haven't talked about Christmas today I'll try and uh, figure try and try and get some Christmas memories if I can it's got to be some right well thank you for listening remember remember to be kind to yourself remember to be gentle with yourself you deserve to be happy lots of love bye